When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, baby, it is the weekend. Welcome to the KBJ after the show podcast. Happy Friday. Virginia's down her huge old bathtub of wine. Good stuff. Thank you to Chef Eric over at Evo for my delicious Pinot Grigio. Okay. Wow, that's very fancy sounding. I love it. You were just telling me about a new distillery that you were checking out last night. Yeah, so last night I went with the crew from uh, Flavor Palm Beach. They do these little special pop-ups. And I went to a distillery right there on Southern Boulevard called Revenge Rum. Oh, you love revenge. I love rum. Everything, yeah. And I love revenge. So I was in there all happy. They've taken an old firehouse and turned it into a rum distillery. On the way. And Chris, the guy that runs the whole operation, he was breaking it all down for us, gave us a tour, showed us how they do it, talked about, you know, all the advantages of rum, why rum is the cleanest spirit, okay. why rum is the best spirit. This uh-huh. is a guy, he's a young guy, he's like in his early 30s with a computer science degree. And so he's got all these vats of rum and all this awesome stuff and the copper distillery stuff that your son knows all about. Yeah. But he's got it all computerized. It is badass, and because it's an old firehouse, he kept, like, the old fire pole and everything, and the upstairs is, like, a party space. The downstairs is a tasting room, and it's all pirate tricked out. Oh, your boy over here would fuck up a rum bucket right now. (laughs) What what was the name of it? Revenge Rum. Revenge Rum, okay. You've got to go over there. They're open from, like, noon to five every day. You can walk right in, do it tasting. Now, it didn't, because I kind of know that road, you probably had to go on a back road to get there, right? Because it wasn't right off you. Did you pull right off of Southern to get there? Right off of Southern. So at the foot of the little bridge that you go over, before you get to the Walgreens on the right, Revenge Rum is on the left. So you have to kind of like cross over real quick. Do a U-turn? Or, oh, okay. No, you That's just, right, you just cross there. Yeah, you can cross right there really quick. It's not the safest turn, but, you know. Is it right by that Troy's Barbecue? Yeah, but it's in from, from if, if you got to Dixie, you went too far. How pissed off if somebody opens up a Roy's Barbecue across the street? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's right next to a little uh, pop-up barbecue. Mm-hmm. They were out there serving food last okay. night. It was so good. It was really a fun little event. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out for you. We're there uh, around that area a good bit. Do you do you know where the little pop-up Austin Republic is? I do not. They've got a little, like a food truck set up right there next to Revenge Rum. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty badass yeah. little area. You would like it, but if you're driving by and you're not looking for it, uh-huh. you would totally miss it. And I totally have. I've not uh, noticed it at all. We uh, uh, are there a good bit. They're doing a lot of stuff uh, kind of around there. In fact, you know, you got Tropical Smokehouse, yep. uh, pretty close. Flanagan's is kind of in that area. And then even down there at uh, Phipps Park. Uh, John, who we know, who uh, does Roxy's downtown, he's got kind of a pop-up barbecue place right by uh, Roxy's. He's going to be put in there. It's it's because he's from Austin, Texas, so it's got right. Austin, Texas type, you know, barbecue. And you got the guys from Pig Beach. Yeah, Pig Beach is right there. That whole strip on Dixie, if you don't know, it's it's coming alive. It's doing very well. In fact, um, as you go a little bit further south on Dixie, they're getting ready to put in a huge development. Uh, it's going to be the gateway to West Palm Beach. Nice. So that is going to be coming up. So that whole area is just uh, picking up to a different level. Yeah, if you like to get your roasted pig on, okay. it's a good time to be in West Palm. All right, yeah, and our friends at uh, Dixie Grill and Bar are yeah. uh, right there. So it's a good little strip. Cello Soy is there. So, yeah, it's a, it's a hot happening place. Woo-hoo. In West Palm Beach. If you're ever looking for, I mean, there's like eight places that you can uh, jump around to, right jump uh, around. in there. Jump up, jump up. If you want, whenever you want to go to that revenge rum, let me know. Okay. And I'll give Chris a heads up so he can give you the tour and all that because this cat is impressive. You definitely want to have him show you. It's his place. Okay. Yeah. I am all about it. And he's a young guy. And for the ladies, he's single too. Well, you always sexualize everything. Well, what if, what if, what if this motherfucker's a monk? You don't know. I asked him if he was single during the tour. And uh, all the girls were like, yeah, good question. You inappropriate ass over there. (laughs) I'm just moments away from being canceled. And uh, the answer was? He is single. Oh, wow. I mean, 31, very accomplished for a young guy. Oh, Uh if you're 31 and single, you're fucked. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm 40 something. I should go, yeah. Some people were actually saying that I look like the pirate on the revenge rum website i don't know if you agree if you're watching kbj tv but you do damn that's pirate kev it is that is a pissed off cocaine pirate kev that's kevin when his computer's not working right it is yeah a lot i pull out my flint lock and get my bottle and put my headband on and be like denny's (laughs) that's this shit i'm going to the bar kevin you are revenge rum i am revenge rum yeah that's me (laughs) well there you go definitely gotta check it out yeah, going to be a fun weekend. Lots of good stuff going on. We got a uh, Dolphins charity softball game tomorrow. I'm checking out uh, the Duran Duran Bastille show on Sunday, Florida Live Arena. So I'm all pumped. You guys got anything big going on this weekend? I do. Okay. Yeah, I got, I'm going to uh, Tyler Cameron just invited me to a party tonight. No big deal. Oh, yeah. Gonna What's go this to party? That. It's a celebration for all that scholarship money his foundation has given away. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. So I can go meet the recipients face-to-face. I saw a few of them at the Jupiter Awards ceremony, but I think it'd be cool to meet them face-to-face and congratulate them. Okay. The only person giving away more scholarship money at that Jupiter Awards show than Tyler Cameron's foundation was the U.S. military. Wow. USA. USA. Okay. Very nice. (laughs) What are your big plans this weekend, Bird? I'm filming some of the KVG horror movie, and I'm finishing up the Virginia's Wrong theme song. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's going to be a lot of fun, huh? Is your sweet daddy here for Father's Day? He is not. Damn. No, this is the part of the podcast where Virginia talks about how my dad and mom are not here. <laughs> 
just to really let you know that you're going to be alone on yes. another. Mom yeah. wasn't here for Mother's Day. Dad's not here for Father's Day. Is that what the fuck you want to talk about? Damn. Did you even have parents? <laughs> I don't think they like you. Fuck <laughs> you. Love, beloved in my family. Get, you are the one. You're the one with the. You're projecting. Your parents hate your ass. <laughs> 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 you might want to fucking pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. My mom not pick up because she's dead. What's your, what's your mom's excuse? <laughs> At least mine stuck around. Oh, oh, now that's fucked up. checked yeah. out to get away. That's too fucking far. <laughs> <laughs> that is too fucking far. <laughs> oh, now we're in the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, got some emails. We were talking about the uh, best uh, spinoffs of all time. Uh, without a doubt, it's got to be the Simpsons from the Tracy Ullman show. Uh, that, I mean, eclipsed the original show. But there was a lot that, you know, like eh, it was at least as good. You know, Frasier versus Cheers. Some people think ah, Frasier is actually a better show than Cheers was. That is uh, debatable. And uh, Angela said the show Friends was actually kind of a spinoff of Mad About You. I think I do remember Phoebe was on Mad About You. Mm. They totally fucked it up because the chat room reminded me, they go, they did a spinoff on Friends. They did Joey. They... Oh, they did do Joey. They, they did, yeah. such an opportunity. They should have made Joe. My idea is no worse than their fucking idea. They should have made Joey a murderer. <laughs> I think he went to L.A. And, and his sister was Drea DiMatteo. She had come from The Sopranos. Blew it. And, yeah, it was not... He they, was he was now I think he was continuing his acting and yeah. you make him lovable Joey hey I'm Joey hey come on hey, oh, hey. He's, he's the same thing but then when he's quiet and alone he's he's a fucking just a maniac he kills that idea is no worse than the shitty ass Joey they did before <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, going way back Tom had said Knott's uh, Landing was a spinoff from the TV show Dallas I remember my yes. grandma used to love that show Dallas. I remember my mom was watching Dallas, and the big thing was JR got shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that was uh, big stuff. Why was that such a big deal? Is there a reason why? Who shot him? Who was shot the JR thing? was the thing, yeah. Because yeah, they didn't know who did it. It was a big mystery. So that show is that big where everyone was talking about it on that it was. level? Well, yeah. keep in mind, you don't have the saturation that you do now. You had three networks at the time ABC, NBC, CBS. You know, so that's that's all you got. Any kind of programming that you had came off of one of those three channels. And that was a, a what like a season ender. He got shot. And yeah, had to yeah wait a cliffhanger, for a and everybody's waiting through the whole summer. And oh my gosh, can't believe it. that's isn't that weird to think about? It is, yeah. but it worked. It did. I remember everybody was talking. Who shot Jr.? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Doug had said uh, the old show Laverne and Shirley was actually a spinoff. Um, uh, Mork and Mindy was also a spinoff. Yes. Laverne and Shirley is one of my favorite theme songs of all time. Is Laverne and Shirley from Happy Days? Yes. They're a spinoff of that. And then what was, uh, was uh, I think Mork and Mindy was from Happy Days. They I had think, a lot of spinoffs. Yeah, I think wow. Mork had uh, appeared on Happy Days. Okay. Yeah, two from Happy Days. Yeah, both Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy. Camille, come on. We're gonna do it. On your mark, it's set, and go now. <laughs> I don't know the best of the fucking <laughs> uh, Then we got uh, Maureen. 
She's talking about uh, your weird Uber driver experience. She said, I had an Uber driver that had a blow box, and she had to keep blowing it to keep the car going. Wow. At that point, you may not want to Uber. Yeah, so uh, I've got so many DUIs. What should I do as a side hustle? Oh, I know. I'll drive. <laughs> what? What? Uh, Christina said, you're talking about uh, taking shoes off in the house. Uh, the preferences for it, 74% of people, I think, want you to do it, but they wouldn't say anything about it. We talked about that the other day on the show. She said, I think in urban areas, it's considered common courtesy to not wear shoes inside of the home. However, this is usually only when a few people are over or somebody drops by. If there's a party, everybody just keeps their shoes on. And if you're hosting, you just know you got to clean your floors the next morning. If a couple friends drop by, I've never once had anyone ask me to take off my shoes, but everyone also just takes their shoes off automatically. And in my circle, if you see a shoe rack by the front door, not taking your shoes off would be basically as rude as somebody putting shoes on your couch or bed. So that's kind of it. So if you're in New York City, um, which is where she is, and you go and you see a shoe rack by the door, take off them damn shoes unless you want to be rude. If you're in New York City, you're eventually going to move to Florida and talk about how great New York City is. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Sarah Jessica Parker got her shoes stolen, though, from a New York City party where they all left them by the shoe rack and then somebody took her mm-hmm. good shoes. Well, according to her, I mean, the thing they did wrong is if you have a party, you go on and wear your shoes. And then it's their, the host's responsibility to clean their own damn floors the next day. That's at least what she's saying. I agree with that. So if you walk into a house and they have got that that shoe thing on the wall, you got to take off the shoes. That's what I heard from Kevin. Am I? Why are you looking at me? What the fuck? What did I say? It was weird. I'm trying to say some normal shit over here finally. Uh, Doug sent an email. He said uh, yesterday, Jaber was asking if newsreels of the Kennedy assassination and moon landing were showing genuine togetherness on the part of Americans. I lived through that era and it did. The nation was not nearly as divided as it is today. Uh, There were some. I mean, there was a few classes at the University of Mississippi that cheered at the announcement of Kennedy's death, but that was a small fraction of, of the country. There was a feeling that kind of came out of World War II that uh, bound us all together and the nation kind of had a swagger that we just don't have anymore. It did start to crumble, in my opinion, with the assassination of JFK and then it died in Vietnam. So Damn. with that war. Because, mm-hmm. so. I, I, you know, you watch these documentaries, especially when I was younger, you just kind of watch them and take, take it for what they say. And you're like, all right, I guess that's how it was. But yeah, when we landed on the moon, was the country so united like they, they talk about? Mm-hmm. I guess it was. And it, I don't feel like we have, I, I agree with that email. I don't feel like we're united like that anymore. No, we're definitely not. And it, it's too bad. I don't know if we'll get back there. You know, I think a, a big part of it is, I think the media really does a lot to divide us, and, you know, you really do. you got people that get uh, their own news from whatever the uh, source is. And the stories, if you pay attention to all the news networks, they just do nothing but drill you with the divisive stories. They really do, and it it, it does suck at the end of the day. I get it. They're doing it for ratings, and that's what gets Mm -hmm. everyone all happy and mad and pissed off. And, oh, I got an opinion. But no. it, it does it does hurt it does. eventually, man. You're right. I, I love the idea of unity. That is a nice feeling. Yeah, it, it's too bad. And, you know, if you really do a deeper dive and look at it, you'll realize that we do actually agree a lot more than we disagree on stuff. Most people are pretty much in alignment for the most part. And you got the fringes, but all they do is put the spotlight on the other fringes. 
because it does. And then you got a lot of us caught in the middle and you just feel despair and yeah, but yet you still watch for some reason. They give the mic to the fringes on whatever fringe it is. If it's fringy, you get a microphone mm-hmm. because it gets people fucking crazy. They it just it moves the needle. Yeah, it does, unfortunately. And so yeah, the way the media is set up and what it does to their ratings, I doubt they would be just like on this show. We gave the mic to the crazy guy because he's gonna be something interesting. Who's the crazy guy? You. The fucking nards on this lady over yeah, here. Yeah, I know, right? You are insane. <laughs> Certifiably insane. <laughs> and re- the reason why you're insane is because you don't think you're insane. I don't. I think you're way crazier. I-, I admit that I am crazy, but you are way crazier. Bull fucking shit. No way. Chat room had my back. Way fucking crazier. The witch is crazier. <laughs> You guys have to have my... I at least know I'm unhinged. <laughs> you fucking going to la-la land thinking you're perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm 20% crazy. You're 80% crazy. I know I'm crazy. <laughs> Kevin, who's crazy? Nine out of ten bones in your body are crazy. Honestly, Kevin, who is crazy? Because you do work with two fucking crazy we'll, people. We'll put up a poll. <laughs> Suits? Oh, no, the painful poll. Who is crazier? <laughs> Virginia or Jaybird? I'm so anxious to see how the chat room votes on this. You motherfuckers better have my back. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see uh, where it goes here. Yeah, who is uh, crazier? See, Kevin has an answer, but he's potted it off to the chat room. And that's a smart move. That's, hey, look, let the people speak, you know? It's all about uh, their perspective. We'll see. Okay, early out of the shoot here. Just over 50 votes. Virginia's got 83% of them. <laughs> Whatever. That is so not true. Thank you. Thank you, chat room. <laughs> I love you fuckers. I'm rational. I'm well put together. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Okay. KJ makes the argument that uh, they're equally crazy but in different ways. That is true. Virginia's definitely more delusional. <laughs> but he's batshit crazy. <laughs> what the F? Bird is fun crazy, Jamie says. <laughs> he's fun crazy. I'm you should be scared crazy. You're fun crazy too, but it does hybrid with holy fuck crazy. It mixes sometimes. <laughs> It'll be fun crazy, and I'm like, oh shit, it, it just turned. <laughs> and KJ saying Virginia is legit crazy. Bird's just weird. That. I'm, d- I'm the weirdest here, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprisingly, Suits is second. Really? Yep, and then it's Denny's. Kevin's pretty fucking weird, too, though. Yeah, <laughs> I am. But it goes me. Yeah. Suits is a weird fuck. Yeah. Like myself. <laughs> Denny's, Kevin, then Virginia. Okay. You're, you're not weird. No, I'm not weird. <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah. I'm kind of killing it. <laughs> Yeah, Virginia crushed that. Over 100 votes, 83% of them are for Virginia. <laughs> okay. Y'all, thank you so much. I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, I got an email here. Uh, said, I'm 25. I've never smoked weed before, but about a month ago, I decided to try it with uh, my friend at a party. Few hits from the joint. Everybody was starting to feel it except me. My buddy thought maybe I wasn't inhaling properly, but after teaching me, he seemed to think I was doing it right. Huh. But I never got the effect like everybody else. He chalked it up to it being my first time, and now sometimes people don't feel it their first time. Well, fast forward to last weekend, and we smoked again. But the same thing happened. This time we were smoking from a bowl, and everybody felt it after one hit except for me. I tried a few more hits and nothing. I think the second time had a little more effect, but since I don't know what being high feels like, I can't confirm if it's true or if it was a pseudo high from everyone saying they felt it. So what's the deal? Okay, this happened to me, honestly. When I first started smoking pot, I, I really did not feel it probably the first four or five times. And maybe because I was drinking too, but I, I think I even tried it without any drinking and I could not feel anything. And then all of a sudden, one day it clicked. Yeah, and I started wearing pizza hats, <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I got fucking weird. Yeah, it, it, mm. that can happen. Okay, they said I'm on the bigger side, so I do need more alcohol too to get drunk. Is weed the same way? Weed mm. just hits people differently, and yes, there are times where you can smoke and not feel high, especially in the beginning. I feel weird saying this, but keep at it, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Try harder. Try harder. Okay. There you go. Great advice. I uh, got an email from Tony said, uh, what the heck happened with the quality of cheese on pizza? The texture is so weird. I don't even enjoy it anymore. Really? Something happened during the pandemic. Now, this is nothing's proven. It's just a, 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 my own personal philosophy. I was going to a lot of pizza places, even more than I go to now during the pandemic. And in the beginning, it was amazing. And then when things started to get really expensive, I noticed there was a certain kind of taste that was repulsive. And it took me a while to figure out where it was coming from. Mm. It's the oil of the cheap cheese some people are substituting for. They're buying cheaper cheese, and it produces an oil that makes it thicker and not as good. And it almost tastes kind of foul. Oh, wow. Cheaper cheese. I, I, I did the research on that. Yeah. I asked restaurants. I asked what they changed. And... I really did. I went in there and I tried to figure out where this taste was coming from. The oil of the cheap cheese. Damn. You gotta, you gotta so spend. there is something to it. There, in my opinion, yes. Wow. Like, okay. What the fuck do I know? Crazy. So pizza is not as good post-pandemic. If you're using ch- shitty, shitty cheese, yes. Okay. Shitty cheese. I don't know why I, ca- I almost called it chitty cheese. <laughs> shitty cheese, bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about shitty Uh, I got an email from Amber. She said, oh, I got a lot of questions for Kev. Uh, She said, what does your son eat? Chips and salsa? Um, No, he doesn't really eat a lot of chips and salsa. He will do, uh, we do Chick-fil-A for him a lot. He does like that. He loves his pancakes. Uh, So I've noticed that that's been a lot of what he's eaten this week. Would he like a pancake chopped up with some bacon in it? 
He might. Yeah, his his palate. We're trying to uh, get him there and expand on it. And I'm in kind of a tug of war right now because uh, his grandma has always given him cookies. I saw that uh, she had some of those uh, Oreo soft cookies. I don't know if you've seen those. Oh, yes. Has he? Okay. (laughs) So those were just laying out for him. Like she'll lay out and she'll put – you know, boxes of uh, cupcakes, frosted cupcakes on his bed and stuff Uh-oh. like that. And I'm fat. And I, Kevin doesn't want to see fat cannon. Well, I keep talking to her and, and she gives me the lip service. I'm like, Hey, look, you know, he's, he's in a position right now where he's, he's working out. We got to put size on him. He needs to put on some muscle because he's about to start playing tackle football. And look, I know if you're not up to the size, you'll get lit the fuck up. Like you will get hit hard and it will hurt. Like Damn. you need muscle. You really do. Virginia. And you don't get muscle from soft Oreos. <laughs> yes. And so I'm like, you are what you eat. I'm like, you don't want your grandson to be a soft Oreo out there on the football field. <laughs> When you've got a jack dude that is 195 pounds coming at you. When you put it like that to her, does she see what you're saying? Yes. And then okay. she puts the Oreos right back out. <laughs> We've had the conversation probably 25 to 40 times. Wow. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it's going to take. Um, so I'm working I mean, on that. And then it's tough because his palate's very limited. He's like a... Uh, Pizza, chicken finger, pancake kind of kid. He's got about three to four things he eats. And I even got him one of those kind of protein milks, and I'm trying to get him on that. He took maybe a quarter of a sip, and that was about it. Believe it or not, man, a lot of the football players back in the day when I was back in high school and even in college, they, they would carb up with pan- – but they were in shape, though. They, they, yeah. If, if you were in shape and you're running and doing all that, you could eat a little bit more of that shit. When, when I was big, Kev, I would always – the day after I would do legs, I would – or before legs, I would go and i get the, the protein pancakes and Ugh. you know all that kind of stuff. And I, I know I'm Ugh. not getting cannon over to protein pancakes right now, so <laughs> – Protein pancakes sound yeah. like such horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I would, uh, I would, I would do that. But yeah, that's 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 the big struggle. So we're we're trying to to get there. Uh, he does chocolate milk, and you know that can be a good recovery drink. But that's about all we got right now. What about if you found a chocolate milk that is one of those protein drinks that tastes actually good? Yeah, there's like Muscle Milk is probably the most palatable. It's a brand that's out there to get down. My sister turned Magnolia onto one that they swear tastes like ice cream and not like protein powder at all. I'll take a picture of it. I got some in my fridge. Oh, yes. It's like Halo ice cream. Oh, bird. It's just like real ice cream. Look, Mm. I'm just telling you what they said. They work out a lot. I don't. Yeah. So I'm (laughs) I'm trying to uh, get that, uh, you know. Trying to get him there. So we'll see. He's really going to start with the uh, weight stuff. My old buddy Dwight that I used to train with is uh, going to take him under wing in about another week. And so that's when he's really going to start, uh, you know, heavy with the weights. Old school Dwight? Yeah. Remember Dwight? The one that put you through the... Well, that was Kevin. That was Kevin. That's yeah, right. Dwight was the uh, West Palm cop that used to look after you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember him? I yeah. do. He would. He was the one. He's like, whatever you do, don't go on Division Street. And I'm like, Jaber, where are you? I'm on Division Street. <laughs> <laughs> that was with the gangbangers there. Yes. It's That's a, where they actually helped you. They were the nicest gangbangers. They they because w- it was the bit where I acted like I had jewelry on and I just collapsed to see if anyone would take my jewelry. Yeah. Safe bit. Yeah. <laughs> on the He's on the phone. They go, get him off a of division. He said, we don't even go on division. He said, that is, uh, that's lawless country. It, Turned out they were sweethearts. Well, I remember we were live on the air. I go, Kevin, they are approaching me right now. 
these motherfuckers were such sweethearts. They were asking if I was okay and if I needed medical attention. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. The nicest gang I know. It, it really was a lesson in life, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. Don't judge yeah. a book. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so that's uh, Dwight. So we'll see. So hopefully we'll uh, get him there. That is uh, one of Kev's uh, daily struggles. Well, you, you told me in my ear, too, you go, okay, I'm, ta- I'm talking to my buddy Dwight. He's saying the guys on the street are known gangbangers. Get out of there. Okay, yeah. we're going live in three. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nerve-wracking. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, does the queen make dinner? Does she cook? Uh, yeah, not too much. I mean, I've got my ideal nutrition that uh, I do. I do 12 meals a week on that. And uh, there's two meals a week where we eat out. And so, you know, that's that's typically it. So, yeah, we don't really uh, cook uh, at our house. Uh, let me see. Uh, does Kev have his own car? And if not, uh, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, right now we just got the uh, one communal car. It's the craziest little shell game that we have um, where uh, the queen has it in the morning. I then go get the car, and then I've got it in the afternoons is uh, the way we do it. Uh, Amber's trying to figure out why. I think there's a couple reasons. One, the queen has uh, her own little odd ways. But one, you save a car payment. Two, we can really only have two cars at our house. And we got my mother-in-law's car, and then we got the other car. Can't really oh, park on the street. They will be dick faces Yeah, to they're y'all. really nasty in our neighborhood. So we really can't have three cars. So that's a big part of uh, why we're kind of playing the shell game right now. So that's kind of what it is. So she's like, why don't you ever drive? I do drive. So I drive, you know, down to Boca and back. And yeah, people want to know, yeah, my son goes to school in Boca. And so that's why we do it. Cause we, we're not really, uh, we're not really zoned for a very good school. So we've got him in a good school and you know, my daughter was there. And so it's kind of an interesting thing. I've, I've kind of been exposed to the world of how they do, what schools you can go to. And it's kind of opened up and then you got sports now. And so they recruit like crazy, man, going out to just these football camps that I've seen. My son's just getting into high school. But, man, you go out to these camps, and you'll see coaches be like, hey, man, you need to come over to this high school or you need to come to that high school. And so they, it's, it's very competitive trying to get all these players to come to your school. And I guess there's ways, there's workarounds that you can do. Oh. Yeah. Scholarships and yeah. special well, it's stipulations. Little things that you do. You're not supposed to be doing it, but yeah, there's all kinds of recruiting going on. So we're not going to take part in that, but yeah, he goes to school down there. So that's that's why we're doing on that. So just trying to answer Amber's question. Sorry it's taking so long. Uh, she said, Duran Duran question. I got a female boner the other day because you mentioned you would go by yourself. Is that good? I would. I don't think I'm going to have to. I think the queen's going to go. And I broke her down. I said, look, I think my favorite song is the last song. So she knows. Don't be pushing me out the door. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I'm staying <laughs> to watch that. Your favorite song that you're wearing the T-shirt of right. is the last song. That is your yeah. favorite during Ran Rio? Um, it yeah. is for this weekend. I would say so, yeah. I would say Rio's probably my favorite uh, Duran Duran song. That I really like Come Undone. That's a sexy song. It is. Play that for the queen. That was during the summer of Kev. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. It's laying pipe. Oh, just laying it so good. Oh, yeah. a twenty, a 22-year-old Ralston cock? Come on, look yeah. out. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. Like that, look like that guy on the bottle of Revenge Rum. Yeah. <laughs> Straight in. Just ready to just take, ready to cock somebody. Just take the world by storm. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> look out, twenty-two-year-old Ralston cock. Yeah, get him. 
That's right. Oh, and then she had a question. Yeah, so why is Cannon on the bright line then if uh, you're doing the driving? Uh, the reason is because uh, what he's eventually going to do, and the cool thing is now Uber, they'll allow teenagers in. So he'll Uber from school to the bright line, and then, you know, I pick him up. But right now, Caitlin is here. And so Caitlin gets him and then throws him on the bright line, and then I get him in West Palm. So it saves me having to drive down if I don't have to. That's so. good. Yes. So uh, that's what we're doing, and uh, that's why we're doing it. So and then when she takes off in July, then he'll start doing that Uber thing. All right. There you go. <laughs> Any more questions? Yeah. What's your blood type and your social security number? I, well, if I don't answer, people are going, you're just dodging questions. What are you trying to hide? I'm not trying to hide anything. But just, I don't say it because it's really fucking boring. <laughs> Can't really win on this. Okay, that's boring. Yeah, the so. first comment I see in the chat room, wow, this, part, this email is really nosy. Yeah. They wanted everything. So there you go. Give them the goods. That's it. I gave it to you. So we hopefully don't have to go down this path again just because it's boring. I uh, got an email here from Emily. She said, hey, Kev, we met in Nashville on the roof of uh, Dirk's Bentley's Bar. Yeah, she was awesome. Aww. She had uh, grown up in Stewart. She was uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and she just coincidentally was uh, the rooftop of Dirk's Bentley Bar right after the Queen and I sneaked in. Nice. So we were up there. And she said, I noticed the other day my dog, Walter, was really fascinated with the uh, KBJ shows I was watching on YouTube. <laughs> Look at Walter just sitting there staring at it. How crazy is that? If you're watching YouTube. I love that. Hey, yeah. Walter. Yeah. So yeah hey, Walter, you listening, bud? Yeah. Good boy. Just they're really drinking it in. Good I think boy. I think it might be uh it's Jaybird's on the camera there. It might be your suit. <laughs> it might be my owl. Walter's like, like, what the fuck is what? that guy wearing? I think you got a jacket with is that aliens on? Is that a cupcake hat or what's it's going on there? My alien romper, the onesie, and then it's the uh pizza bucket hat. It's a look. Okay. There you go. So she said, thanks for keeping us company all the way up in Ohio. That's funny. That's exactly the look people are giving me at Publix when I walked in like that. Like Walter? Like, what the fuck are you wearing, dude? <laughs> mm -hmm. What are you trying to prove? Like, what, what is, what, what, what? Did you lose a bet? <laughs> uh, Audrey sent an email. She said, hey, Kevin, too funny. Uh, you are sitting in Dr. Angela's office right now. My daughter just texted me. You're not safe anywhere. I told her to say hi. And she said, what am I supposed to say? Hi. My mom loves KBJ, a teenager's LOL. I reminded her that that's why she goes to Dr. Angela because you recommended her. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I know who your daughter is, Audrey. I saw her yesterday and I was, I was kind of sitting there. And I looked, I felt like eyes looking. I kind of looked over and she kind of glanced away <laughs> and I was like, either she knows who I am or it, cause I just parted my hair this way. I'm like, my hair is too fucking high. I'm like, no, my hair looks too good. Well, I didn't know. I'm like going, I'm like, I got the kids staring at me. They're like going, look at this dude's hair. Uh, is that Kevin's twin brother, Devin Ralston? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't know if I was freaking around with my hair. Uh, is that the guy from the revenge rum bottle? Yeah. Right. So anyway, yes, I did notice. Right. But then you can't say hi. Cause I've had that happen before. Cause she's a teenage girl and you're an older man. Right. I'm a middle-aged guy. So if I'm approaching a teenage girl that looks weird. So I can't hey, say hello to gone? her. Right. And then I also did that one time, too, where I'm like going, hey, I'm Kevin. Like, OK, we don't then, know you. And then they, oh, my gosh. It's so, so they were just staring at me. And that had to be because I looked weird <laughs> or something. Happens. So now I refuse to do it. So you have to say hi to me. I, I just refuse to ever say the first word. If you now. don't start it, we won't talk. Yeah, I've, I got burnt so bad. And then you're right. I can't say hello to teenage girls. And it's embarrassing, hey. too, because sometimes someone will recognize us and they'll talk to us out in public. But there was one time where someone I didn't I didn't know what was going. I didn't hear what they were saying. And I thought they wanted to take a, a 
selfie. I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. Like, no, we don't want we want you to take the selfie for us. Why would we want to take a selfie? We with want you? you to take our Had picture. That happen, yeah. too. Yep. I'm like, oh, yep. my bad. I thought, like, who are you? It's so humiliating. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Oh, it's I so embarrassing. Because we've done that yeah. before. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, no problem. Like, no, take yeah. a picture of me and my husband. Like, yeah. oh, my bad. Fuck, sorry. <laughs> They're looking at you like Walter looks at you. Totally. Like, what the fuck is the matter so, with you? So fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. Just make sure if you see us and you want to say hi, we'll take pictures. You, you got to start the conversation. Yes. Yes, we do not initiate for those reasons. We've been burnt before. Yeah, I, I love talking to the great people. I just, I, to Kevin's, I've been burnt, so I'm afraid to talk sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chris sent this. Uh, it's kind of cute. It does a progression. It is uh, kind of a drawing of a a guy and a girl. They're in bed. They're under the covers. It looks like they both are not wearing any clothes. And he says to her, come under the blanket. I got something to show you. So she reaches over and kisses him. He pulls up the blanket. She's excited. And underneath, he has glow-in-the-dark dinosaurs. <gasps> I love it. She thinks she's getting action. He just wants to show her the new toys. Oh, that's cute. No. Is it? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> she talks so much shit in the microphone. I know, right? She <laughs> loves my dinosaur guard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, Jaybird. It's fucking good. It's like heaven out here. She loved it. <laughs> I was drunk, A. Uh, B, I was kissing your ass. What? You never kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you love that dino garden. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for all of the emails. You can always send them to us, mail at kvjshow.com. Y'all have an amazing weekend, whatever you might be doing. Happy Juneteenth, all that kind of good stuff coming up on Monday. Happy Father's Day to you, Kevin. That's right, Father's Day, all the fathers out there. To Panda, but especially to the Juicy Daddy. What's real fucked up about that is you you skipped Denny's, the new father. Oh, trying to be all cute. Shit. I know, right? Trying to fucking get weird with my dad. You forgot sweet Denny. Happy yeah. Father's Day, Denny's. Yep, first Father's Day for him officially. So oh, you guys bad. have a good one. We'll see you all back here later. Goodbye.